Is religion merely a crutch to get you through the afflictions and trials of life? We'll talk about it on this episode of Inverse. Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse. Hey everyone, my name is Justin Kim and you're on Inverse and in the studio with us we have Sebastian and Israel and Kelly. Hey you guys. Hello. 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 We're in entering a new book of the Bible. Yes. Yeah. And I love, uh, this is the book of James, the letter of James, the book of James. And we're talking about real religion. Yes, mm -hmm. real religion. And we want to invite you to, if this is your first time watching, to open the Bible and to have a commitment uh, to join us in the next 13 weeks in studying the book of James, the letter of James. It's it's an awesome book. It's not that difficult. It's pretty practical. It's pretty real. And so we want to encourage you, if this is your first episode, stick with us for the next three months from week to week, from episode to episode. And uh, I, I hope, I know we will be blessed. I know we will be. We always are when we study the Word of God, when we're Amen. in the verse. <laughs> so uh, prayer, we're going to have what uh, by, what's that? See what you did there. See. <laughs> <laughs> Never gets old. Thank you. Thank you, Sebastian. Uh, Israel, can you pray for us? And then we'll get into the Bible. Father in heaven, thank you so much for this time that we have to study your word. We pray your blessing, and we ask that you would give this gift to us in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Kelly, we're going to go to James chapter 1, James chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. And once again, we want to really encourage you to get your Bibles out and read with us in the translation of your preference. We here on this show, we use the new King James Version, but any version is fine. And we also want to encourage you to go to inversebible.org. There you can download our Bible study guide and follow along with us from day to day, from week to week, from episode to episode. Let's go to James chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. All right, it reads, James, a bondservant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad, greetings. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Thanks, Kelly. Sebastian, you know, whenever we read a new book or new letter, it's like super exciting to get mm -hmm. into it. But then we're like, we have to calibrate because we don't know where we are. Right. So calibrate us. Where are we in James? You know, we're in, we know in the New Testament, right? right? We should know that much. Yeah. But what's going on? So we have the Apostle James, who was clearly one of the leaders of the, the church at that time, okay. one of the original apostles. And then we find in Acts 15, he's there in the Jerusalem Council. Mm -hmm. And so here we see that the church has been going through some levels of persecution. And this is where he references being scattered abroad, right? So they're going through something which references back to Acts chapter eight. Mm -hmm. And through this, this scattering that happened through persecution, um, James is now sending this letter, which was very common to have a letter delivered and be read in multiple places, right? And mm -hmm. passed on. Mm -hmm. And so we can see that James has envisioned um, a church, you know, post Christ ascension and post a lot of the, probably the conversion of Paul. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to encourage the church as it's going through a difficult time. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. We know there are different Jameses back then. Yes. And we know there was the brother of James and some people, or the, bro the brother, brother of Jesus. John. Jesus, uh, yeah. well, Okay, the brother of John, John. as well. Yeah. Uh, okay, again, there were a lot of Jameses out there. We know this was a leader of the community and he was um, writing to, well, who was he writing to? And, and what, what are some of the issues going on here, uh, Israel? I think the first chapter especially, well, he's writing to the, the scattered, it says here, the 12 tribes that are scattered abroad. So he's yeah. talking uh, to the Christian the church. 12 tribes of, yeah. of Israel? Israel? I think he's, he, it's my 12 tribes. <laughs> <laughs> 12 tribes, they belong to him. No, my deal. He's signed to the, he's signed <laughs> the Christian church that, that uh, the Christian church that has, been that has been scattered abroad, and they've been scattered abroad because of persecution, which is really probably the mm -hmm. reason why he's, he's writing to them. The first chapter setting for us is setting, laying down for us a foundation, the philosophical foundation of what I think the rest of the book is going to be about. Okay. And what's that? What's that philosophical foundation that, that he's going to talk about for the rest of the book? From my perspective, mm -hmm. <laughs> your opinion. Yeah, in my opinion, <laughs> um, I think he's. I think in this first in this first chapter, he's kind of laying down the fact that reality is our reality might be different from God's reality, and when we're going through a trial from a human perspective, our natural inclination is to be upset about it, to mm. try to control it, to try to change it, to try to get out of it. Mm. Yet from God's perspective is everything is leading to a better end. And if we can see things like the ultimate conclusion of trials, then we would actually mm. not only endure them, but we would enjoy them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, I, I think you'll, for those of you encountering James for the first time, or maybe this is your a millionth time, you're going to either love James or you're going to hate James, mm -hmm. right? And so James is totally different from the rest of the New Testament Pauline writings. Paul is very like, you know, very scholarly in a sense, kind of verbose, sorry to say, but you don't know where to put the, the comments or the semi, no. semicolon or whatever. Right. And it's very like A is B is C is D. James is just like fortune cookie after fortune cookie, right? It's just like this <laughs> this proverb after proverb after proverb. And there's, uh, when I read it, I, I like it because it's practical. Mm -hmm. but at the same time, like there, it's not connected. Like how is this connected to whatever? So I appreciate that um, that it's 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 God's reality in the midst of our reality, yeah? Mm -hmm. and, 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 and I think uh, in verse, what, two, my brethren, Count it all joy when you fall into various trials. So there's the context is negative. There's some some negativity, mm -hmm. right. suffering, persecution going on. Yeah, mm -hmm. Kelly. Yeah, well, I was gonna say even um, just to back up just a second for back to verse one. Okay. The twelve tribes scattered abroad. Yes. Another difference with a lot of Paul's letters is Paul's like this is to the church in Corinth mm. or this is the church in Galatia, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's it's even more specific. Specific, specific audience. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So it's still we still take the principles out, right, and the things we relate to it. But here it's still specific. Like it's not. It's not to everyone, it's to the 12 tribes scattered abroad, but it's still kind of zoomed out. And he even kind of uses vague language, like various trials mm -hmm. and various temptations. And, yes. and so it's not like, oh, when this happened on last Thursday, that's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's it's specific enough that it's relatable, mm -hmm. but it's vague enough that it's relatable as well. And what, mm -hmm. and what I love about that, to piggyback off of that, is the fact that we can find ourselves in the book of James. Yes. You know, we are scattered abroad. We are going through various different trials. And so as much as it speaks to a specific people in a specific context, it extends beyond that in a very real way. It extends beyond that to me. Mm -hmm. How is this book really customized? I, I, know all, I know all the books of the Bible are. I know the Bible is the Bible. It's the Word of God. Mm -hmm. But how? what's the speciality of James with this generation, with this uh, young uh, social media I think, um, I think, generation? So Justin, I really <laughs> love that question because a lot of times when 
young people complain about religion and all mm -hmm. the research comes out that, you know, young people are leaving the church. They feel like the church is not relevant to everyday rational life, the way the tech world is going, the way that design is going, et cetera, et cetera. The book of James is kind of like a sneaky apologetical response <laughs> to that sort of experience, which is like, well, these sort of highfalutin pie in the sky, by and by ideas that you feel are bygone and traditional and old fashioned actually have practical implications on everyday decisions from your words to how you deal with money to how you deal with problems and trials and temptations in your life. Mm -hmm. And so religion, which I think is usually quantified as organized religion, is not what James is addressing, mm -hmm. right? He's addressing religion as it truly is in its Real religion, full religion. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, right. Personal religion. And that's where I feel like the, the book of James for this generation is the best book to really address and say, hey, I know you thought that this idea is just faith or this idea of, you know, endurance or, hey, control your words, but guess what? It has practical implications and expressions of religion. And in reality, it may very well be that the reason why they're so resistant to religion is because they're not seeing these practical changes from lives. those who are religious. So it's people. In people. In church people. Absolutely. Who Cho claim, who claim to be religious. Yeah. Like, well, your words are like setting a tongue on fire. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so how can you be religious? And if that is religion yeah. and religion does not create change, which takes us back to the gospel, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And its ability to transform, yeah. then I don't want any of it. And, and, and it's also, there, there's a nuance to that. And just, I, I, maybe this is a different direction, but when yeah. people see church people, the, the negative church, it's easier to see the negative church people. Absolutely. It's oh, yeah. easier to see the hypocrites. And also, it's what you are on the inside that you often see in others a lot more. So Ooh. in church, there's good people and there are bad people, but it is almost a default setting. And I, I it's in me too, yeah. that when you see the bad church people, they're like, ah, oh, to see, this is what happens. And it shouldn't be, it's, it's right. not a justification, True. but it is a True. natural, it's a, it's a, part, it's a testament oh, yeah. to the carnal nature. You itself. know, Justin, there was um, this school, I, I won't say the name, but uh, it was a very <laughs> prestigious school, private school that came out with an app mm. for students to give positive feedback. Mm. Right. And it was completely anonymous. So they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to have this app. And that way, you know, people can affirm other people for their accomplishments or the football team or this person is now the valedictorian. And within a week, this thing degenerated into hating, bashing people mm. like 50 comments on this person mm. and their video on YouTube and then resharing it, even though it was taken down mm. and it had to eventually cancel the app. Yeah. And you're thinking to yourself, like we thought that giving people a way to anonymously praise and support their fellow colleagues, right? That would work. <laughs> that would work. But no, we see human beings always have a tendency towards the negative. Mm -hmm. We tend to being haters, right? That's mm -hmm. just our nature is to be a hater. Yeah. And therefore it's like, wait, so you would rather focus on the problems mm -hmm. than the possibilities, right? Yeah. Than the hope, than the promise of what's coming. And, and I social think, media is an evidence of that. That is a reflection. Oh, yeah. The internet is a reflection of that, of the, the worst part of ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, Israel. What I appreciate about uh, the way that James introduces himself, because the, one of the challenges that we have is we have to understand that James is himself a church leader, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yes. And what I appreciate about the beginning of the, the way that the, the, the tone is set with this book is he identifies himself as a bond servant of God. Yes. Mm. 
James is not separated from the reality of the 12 tribes. He himself is being persecuted. He himself is going through what they are going through. Right. And so he's speaking from experience. He himself is in trials. He identifies as the group of people here. And what's beautiful about this is that from this context of experience, it's not like he's living in a mansion and saying, hey, Justin, you should be counted all joy when you're suffering trials and temptations. Right. <laughs> he, he is speaking from, we are all in this together. I'm going through trials. And so it's very different from a person who is not going through the experience. He not only is going through yeah. the experience, and while he's going through it, he says, this is the way we ought to be. Mm -hmm. And so that, that even from the very beginning of the, of, the, of, the, of the book, he says, I'm a bond servant of Jesus Christ, meaning that at the end of the day, God does not owe me anything. As challenging as my life is, as difficult as it is, ultimately, I identify as a bondservant of Jesus Christ. Slave, yeah. Meaning that, yeah, I'm a slave. I have no rights. I'm used and abused according to my, my master, right? Yep. And, and that's the mentality that he's coming into this. When, when you and I go through trials, we don't have that mindset. Mm. And we're thinking like, God, have you abandoned me? Have you forsaken me? <laughs> like, I thought you were good, right? Yep. I thought you were trying to save me. But, but his mentality is he practiced what he preaches at the end of the day to have a written sentence, not just a And Israel, what a, what a powerful <laughs> illustration of leadership, right? Because yeah. being a church leader and going through trials, this book is almost him mounting the podium to say, guys, we're gonna make it through this. And this is the, the counsel, the practical advice I can give you of how we're gonna, we're gonna actually achieve that. Mm -hmm. Because for James to be going through it, and yet this is the things that he's saying as a church leader, mm -hmm. and basically, driving home that point that you're making, which is I'm going through the same thing, but this is the vision that I see. Mm -hmm. And to me, it's a, it's a beautiful picture of Christian leadership. Mm -hmm. When we come after the break, we're gonna look at what are these trials and what are these suffering forms of suffering that the early church went through? So stay with us, this is Inverse. Has Inverse been a blessing to you? Do you have questions, comments, or feedback you'd like to leave us? Find us on social media by searching Inverse Bible on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. While there, join us, like us, heart us, thumbs up us. Our handle again is Inverse Bible, no spaces. Now, back to the discussion. We are in the book of James, and James does not mince words. And if you've been following us, following with us, we've only covered verses one and two here. <laughs> we are doing uh, but we're getting into this first <laughs> section, and, and he's pretty straight, yeah? yeah. So, yeah. Callie, how do we deal with sometimes we are dealing with a, uh, the, the, there, there are generations out there that do not like straight communication and with the, <laughs> the, the mental health crisis out there and yeah. we are in the midst of a pandemic and, and all those social media and there's a lot of sensitivity going on. And here, James is like, deal with it. <laughs> yeah, it, that's kind of, what yeah. kind of, is that so? Yeah. Are we, or is the tone not matching or what's going on here? <laughs> well, I think one thing to remember, even with that tone is, there is no tone. Right? Mm. These are words on a page. True. So you can you can interpret it in a lot of different ways. So mm. you can say, my brethren, well count it all joy well when said. you fall. Or be, my brethren, count it all joy mm. when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your patience, the testing of your faith produces patience. Mm -hmm. Right? So like this, you can even change it because like we know, you can say the same exact thing with a different tone. It can have a completely yes, different, yes, yes, different yes. meaning. Yeah. And for me, the first few times I, I read James, and especially this opening line here, it sounds kind of callous. Of like, yeah, various trials, enjoy it. Hmm. Sit with it. It's like, why? <laughs> you're mean. 
that's not what I want to hear right now. <laughs> right, right. Like yeah. that's not very comforting. Right. I want you to say it's going to be over soon. Like you're you're doing great. You're very strong. Like that's what I want to hear. Mm-hmm. But that's not what he says. And what's interesting though is James has now become one of the most comforting books of Scripture to me. And I am a very sensitive person. But any even though James has a very cutthroat way of talking sometimes, even Mm. with a nice tone. Like, Mm. even if you want to say it it is the worst that it is. I'm not saying it is, but even if it is, he says the things that you actually need to hear that I need to hear. Mm. And so, one of those things, so if we go back to verse 2, of my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Why? Verse 3, and how? Knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Mm. And so, he's not saying count it all joy because all things are great. And you know, like, just suffer because suffering is good. Mm. He's saying, count it all joy because I'm not saying this is good. What I'm saying is what God is using to work in you is good. Right. So the result, you can look forward to the result. Mm -hmm. And that's even what Jesus did on the cross, right? Looking forward to the joy that was set before him. Mm -hmm. And so he's he's giving us a... an orientation, a reality, a paradigm of like, you know, because when, when we suffer, like when I'm when I'm in pain, all I can think about is my pain because I'm in pain and I don't mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, yeah, I, I know, but focus somewhere else and know that God is even going to use this to do something eternally good. Mm, right. And it keeps going in verse four, but let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Right. And let patience, like don't, get in the way because we can also we can sit with it so it's it's two things right so you need to sit with it and you need to stay there because we might be like okay i'm 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 experiencing the suffering i'm experiencing this uncomfortable situation with someone or i'm experiencing you know whatever it may be but we just want to like jump out of it because like Mm. uh let me find any way to get out of this legitimate or illegitimate like godly or ungodly let me just leave this pain yeah but it's like don't just like be there, but sit there with it because God is going to use that to work something in you. And like that is that is so comforting because there is no legitimate ungodly or godly way to, to extricate ourselves from all suffering in this world. Mm-hmm. That literally is impossible. No matter how much money you have, no matter That's how right. much of anything you have, yeah. it's impossible. And so why not sit with Christ in what you're going through and Jesus can repurpose those things and work in you. And that's just, that's I, comforting. I, I appreciate the, your emphasis that the suffering is temporary. Yeah. And there is a long-term goal yeah. when you see it from God's perspective. I, yeah. I appreciate that. Um, my, my other two, two takeaways are, you know, when we read this kind of quickly, and, yeah. uh, and, and it's a temptation to do so. Mm-hmm. That, Short that verses. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> but it's almost as if, uh, if you read it incorrectly, it's as if saying, hey, embrace your suffering. Suffering is good for you. For the suffering in itself. Yeah, all bad things right? are good. It's like, almost this no. kind of like uh, masochistic, like in, embrace the suffering and enjoy it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or there's other, you know, maybe going too much into philosophy, but there's the stoicism, like there's no such thing as suffering anyway. Yeah. Just kind of dwell and this is this is the way Just life be. is, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're saying it's not. No. It's temporary. That time span may be variable, yeah. but there's a result that will occur. Yeah. Um. Before I'm going to get to Israel, but I guess the question is: Are are there some certain some some circumstances where that's not the case like I'm thinking of maybe like abuse yes, or absolutely. other situations where like no this is not where this is applicable yeah, we're not talking we about eject this. now because this is not within the purview of God's well, 
great controversy. hundred percent. This is just right. an abuse of, yes. of suffering with it for itself. Please leave all abusive situations right this second. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I, I wanted to just kind of underline no, 100%. that. hundred percent. I'm glad you it said be, that. Yeah, be. yeah. Because I think abusers even use that. Yes. So. Exactly. Absolutely not. Exactly. That is not what The character of Jesus about. is not a byproduct no. of that. No. Yes. Yeah. Actually, the a deformation of character. Yeah. Is it's, a that's satanic, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> uh, Israel, in, in the special. So I think. A, a lot of times, and I, I appreciate how you talked about, this is one of the very philosophical components that I think yes, is indeed. establishing. Yeah. yeah, super practical, but yeah. super philosophical at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Because what, what, what we naturally think, the natural human heart thinks that the best thing to do with trial is to escape it, mm -hmm. right? right? Yeah. Or, or, to, or, to, or to hurry up and go through it. For sure. Mm -hmm. But notice here that he says, there's something, uh, there's something critical that the human being needs to understand. And that is that joy does not come from the absence of trial. Mm. But joy comes from knowing. That's what he's saying, right? It says, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Why? In verse 3, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Mm, yep. And so from, from heaven's reality, joy does not is not moved, is not compromised, is not fluctuated based on whether you're living a good life or living a difficult life, but it comes from what you know about the life that you're living. Mm -hmm. And so knowing gives you context mm -hmm. to understand awesome. life as, as, as you're going through. And this is what is so critical about what James is saying. He's trying to say, look, stop thinking humanly and stop and start thinking with the divine mind, uh, uh, you know, uh, running your life. Yeah. And so he says, whether you have trials or not is not the issue. The issue is what you know about what you're going through in life. Mm -hmm. And for that you need, and then he's going to go down to philosophical mm -hmm. point number two is, you need wisdom in order to be able to have knowledge, in order to be able to have joy. In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Which right. brings me back to my initial question that I asked in the opener is, is religion this crutch that we have through through suffering and trial? And there are people on the other side, right? Philosophically, other side, of, if I believe in God, God will remove all of my suffering, yeah. right? And, and all my suffering <laughs> hasn't been removed. That must mean I haven't done something enough or, or God, you know, and it's either right. me that's got to change or God that's got to change, but this suffering, it can't be around. Right. right? So what's going on? Well, I think the first thing is people are divorcing Christ from Christianity mm -hmm. because Jesus did not live his life to avoid pain, mm -hmm. he did right? If he wanted to avoid pain, he wouldn't have come to this planet, mm -hmm. right? He would not have called the disciples he called. He would not have gone about his ministry the way that he did. He never would have right. created us either. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, well, if I, my whole goal in existence is to avoid pain and discomfort, <laughs> right? Then this isn't the way to do it. I did it wrong. <laughs> and not to mention, right? The second thing here is that when you're looking at the, the, the language of James, when he says, when you fall into, di into various trials, right? That's the same word that, um, you know, in the original language that's used to describe the parable of the, um, the, good, the good Samaritan. When the person is going to Jerusalem and falls among thieves, right? They came upon him, right? We're not saying jump into problems, right? Because that's the other extreme that can happen. Yeah. So you're like just like, well, suffering. exactly. Let me seek out suffering because, hey, it's going to produce character. <laughs> and I hear people say this type of stuff all the time. Well, it must be the better way because it's the harder way. Yes. Because oh, it has more pain. the case. Absolutely not. It, yeah. James is not saying that. He's yeah. saying when you're trying to live the Christian life and you fall it's among happened. it, it yeah, comes yeah. upon you, right? There's a certain way of knowing that's going to get you through. But then secondly, he says in verse four, let it have its perfect work. Mm. So when you when you see that word, the allowing it to have its perfect work, yeah. James is essentially bringing us back to say, don't try to escape from the pain. 
Don't look at your Christian life as how do I avoid this or that something's wrong with my Christian life, but to recognize that your mindset going through the pain is what makes it transformative. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's because I don't see problems as, oh yeah, now God doesn't love me. All of a sudden now I am removed from God. All of a sudden now his promise no longer applies because Jesus went through those things and that's not how he experienced mm -hmm. it. He still trusted, he still believed his father loved him and he still believed that. You know, the preposition that, that really comes to mind is through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not away or it's not mm -hmm. from, yeah. mm -hmm. but it's through. Yep. Yeah. And God allows in some circumstances sure the suffering <laughs> to remain and does not re as 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 horrible as it's to say in some yeah. circumstances but yeah. he allows it so that we go through it yeah absolutely in, in the logic of of of, of james so uh, I'm, I'm i'm tracking with you guys here mm -hmm. hey count it all joy hey we need the, we need the wisdom to help us discern the knowing okay and mm -hmm. then he goes to into like you know instability and then you know <laughs> ocean waves like mm -hmm. what, what what what's he saying here help me here israel what the, the, the bottom foundation of everything that happens in life is going to revolve around what do you believe about God, which is boiling down here to faith. Okay. If you if you ask if you come to God without knowing who he is, mm -hmm. you're going to you're going to always make the wrong request. Right. Like get me out of this. Help me out. I need to I need to bother you until you listen to me. Mm -hmm. I need to beat myself until you see me that I'm in trouble. Mm -hmm. He says, don't be double minded. Either believe that God is love or, or, or come to the conclusion that he's not. Because if you believe that God is love, then you're going to come to him. He's going to give you wisdom, which will then mm -hmm. give you knowledge, which will then give you the ability to endure mm -hmm. the trial with joy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Callie, last word from you is while we are enduring through the suffering, mm -hmm. what do we do during that time with Jesus? We be with Jesus. And how, we do, how do we be with him? <laughs> we commune with him. <laughs> no, so I think, I think one of the biggest things is, I mean, yeah, it is commune, it is be, it's, it's prayer, it's Bible study, it's, it's talking to him. <laughs> um, and I don't think we have to, God isn't like, here, hold this trial for me. I'll come back in 10 minutes and see how right. you're doing. Like, it's more of like, <laughs> I'm, I'm here with you in it. Yep. And we say, Jesus, this is heavy. And Jesus is like, yeah, I know. And Jesus is like, this Jesus is hard. It's like, yeah, I know, but I'm, I'm carrying it for you. I'm with you in it. <laughs> and so it's, it's, not, it's not a test, like, let me see how superpower mm. you are without me. I'll come back and check on you later. Right. It's we're in this together and I need you to lean on me in this. Mm -hmm. I need you to give it to me. I need you to trust me, even though it's really heavy. Could not say better than that. On behalf <laughs> of the studio and the team, we want to say thank you and God bless you. We know that God is with us through the suffering. We hope to see you next week here on Inverse. God bless you. You've been listening to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation with Callie Williams, Israel Ramos, Jonathan Walter, Sebastian Braxton, Siku Dako, and your host, Justin Kim. Inverse is brought to you by The Hope Channel, television that changes lives. For this and more inspiring episodes, visit inverse.hopetv.org. 
find us on social media, hashtag Inverse Bible. Until next time, this is Inverse.